now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Seven ten on the Mike Calder Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Don't forget, Bone Bonus coming up at 8 o'clock. Your chance to win $1,000. You'll text the Bone keyword to 70123 for your chance to win. We'll remind you when that's coming up. Bone, phone, miss at 8. 8, 10, 12, 2, and 5 today. Yeah. Your chances to win $1,000. Uh, Super Agent Tony Burton flew in specifically for my birthday weekend, which I thought was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in here. He haven't seen him for a while. We haven't. I haven't either. I haven't seen him. I told him. I said, I haven't seen you in over a year physically oh. because of COVID. Yeah. I talked oh, to him all the time. I haven't seen him. Right. Uh, and he came here and he had a couple of meetings to go to while he was here concerning the future of this uh, radio show and what station it'll be on after June of next year. Uh, either this station or other stations. And, uh, you know, a couple of things that he had to tie up uh, before we can enjoy the weekend together. And he spent the night at my house on Thursday. We went to uh, Sacred Pepper for dinner, and then we came here and watched a little bit of football and went to sleep so that we could be prepared for the big house party show the next day. And uh, I uh, left on Friday after the show and went out to Postcard Inn and had a good weekend with Tony. But something happened. That really made me question whether or not he is my guy. And um, I didn't even get a chance to talk to him about this. But I really considered last night calling him in the middle of the night and firing him. Ooh. Does anybody want to try and, based on anything, guess why? And I was dead serious. Because he was smoking a cigar in your room. Nah, I could forgive that. Okay. I mean, he actually went out on the balcony. I noticed that. Uh, that was fine. I don't mind that. That's what it's there for. I, I would be like, oh, that's kind of gross and weird that he would do that. But uh, no, I wouldn't want to fire him over that. Mm. Did he break something in the house and not tell you? I got to tell you, as much as I have some cool stuff, there's nothing in this house that could be broken that I would be mad at. Did he take it's something and not tell you? On accident, you know, not like thievery, but... No, uh, you know, I don't I don't think Tony is a, a kleptomaniac or a thief, so no, nothing <laughs> seems to be missing Was it because he left the sweaty Hawaiian shirt that I let him borrow at your house for you guys to wash and give back to him? <laughs> actually asked me, he said, would you mind washing this and giving it back to Galvin? He actually did say that to me. I have it here. I know, he texted me. He said... <laughs> He said, I sweated a lot, so I asked him to watch it. I go, yeah, you can actually just throw it away. I don't care. I got home after a long weekend, mm-hmm. and then after the Bucks game, mm-hmm. and all I wanted to do was come upstairs. Oh, not cool. Oh, do you, I, I, I don't want to jump on it, but I think I know. Go ahead. Take a guess. Did he eat something out of your fridge that you were waiting on? Oh, no, no. That's oh, okay. okay. That okay. would have been disappointing. Right. Touch the AC. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. But worse, Joe. Oh, no. So I uh, sleep upstairs during the week, and I have the AC on a solid 68 degrees. Now, sometimes when I'm going to be away for a weekend or on the weekend when I'm going to sleep downstairs with my wife, I do turn it up to, like, maybe 70 to keep it in a cool range. I can walk up the first – the stairs go one flight up one way and then another flight up the other way. I can walk up the first flight and immediately feel – a temperature change when it's cold because you can, you start to feel the frigid uh, cold burning your ears as you get to the second flight of stairs. So I start walking up the flight and I feel no cold, and I'm like that, that son of a bitch. He was complaining about how cold it was. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. he. <laughs> 
I walked up there, and he, first of all, you're supposed to keep the doors closed so the air stays in. He left his door open. Not cool. Then I looked at the thermostat, and it was up to 74. Oh. And at that point, I'm not going to fire him, but I'm mad at him. And then I walked in the room, and I'm like, something's not right. There's just, I'm not feeling it. There's just a, I know when something's not right. That mother... He opened the window. Oh, my God. And left the window open? And left the goddamn window open. Not cool. I heard I was getting ready to lay in bed, hot, and I was like, this is gross. I don't know what's going on. I might have to call Superheat and Air. And then all of a sudden I heard, like, backyard cricket. I can't do it. Yeah. And I looked over, and I thought he just adjusted the blinds. <laughs> and when I went over there and saw that he had the window open and left it open, I said, Who are you, you? mother? This uh, might be the end of our relationship. This is a, weird, though, because these, there's two people in your life now that have left windows open. You got Joe left your car window I mean, open. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony <laughs> left your house window you open. It's almost like something is going on In here. Joe's defense, he can't see over the steering wheel. So. <laughs> I would say car window is forgivable because you're not sleeping in the car. Yeah, I mean, humid up there now. All I wanted to do was lay on the sh- on the comforter and watch football last night with the fan blowing on me. And it, when I heard, saw that window was open, I swear I would have punched him if he was here. <laughs> I was so mad. I almost called him. I almost called him at eleven o'clock. And went, you, you, it's over. I mean, that's ridiculous. Over. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who opens a window in Bush this league. state? Yeah. He, he could never stay here again. No. Right? Oh no, no, he's out. Yeah. Bobby Kelly said. It's so cold in that room, and his head was so frozen that he felt like if he hit it on the backboard, it would just crack like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> and yet he didn't open a window. He didn't open a window. He did tell me I, I uh, sometimes because of the heat, the doors swell, and uh, he's like, I couldn't close the back door uh, to the porch all the way. I wanted to let you know. That's a good nice, friend. Yeah. That's a good friend. Tony is just he's cranking just it open, a, uh, getting out of here. Piece of garbage. Oh. What is going on with all these people and having problem with ACs? Right. Like you yeah, have probably. that. I have my roommate problem. Oh, oh I forgot about yeah. that. Now she's out of town, right? Not anymore. <gasps> oh, she's back. I got. She's yeah. under the bed. Listen, <laughs> yeah, because I thought she had left because the original plan was she was going to leave, and then after that trip, she was going straight to California for two weeks. So I was like, okay, cool. It will give us like two, three weeks to air some time, some aired out. I get home, and she walks in like twenty minutes after me, and it was like had opened all the window, like. Oh. No, like not like opened the windows, but opened all the blinds, and then on top of that, had the AC at seventy eight, and it was just—it's miserable. It's miserable at my house. It's so hot. Yep. And then, uh, I can't. I don't like that, Carmen. Are you welcome to stay here. Thank you, but because I, I, I feel your pain. Yeah, but the problem is, like, I still have Cowboy that I'm taking care of for Chad because he's still out of town mm-hmm. and stuff. So his mom did say, you know, if I need to, I can go and stay with her until my roommate is gone yeah. to make things a little bit more comfortable. And, you know, but at the same time, it's just like... Just... How was the uh, AC in your room this weekend? Did you enjoy that? Oh, my God. I think that's why, like, I just <laughs> passed out so early because it was just so nice. I kept sneaking away to my room to hang out in the AC because yeah. it was so... Nobody yelling at you for having your AC on? <laughs> exactly. No no one's fighting. It was so cold. I'd go in at, there, cool down. After the first night, when we when everything kind of wind down, we went in the pool. We got out of the pool. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Everybody was kind of breaking up. I go in my room, I change, I put on dry clothes, I have the AC unit cranking, it's nice and cold in the room, and I brought my little fan, so I got that going, 
and I laid in bed, and there was like a 24-hour channel of animals just attacking other animals. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what kind of heaven this is, but I'm in it right now. Right? No kids kicking me in the nuts. There's nobody bothering. I got the whole bed to myself, and I'm watching the show, and Idris Alba was... Uh, narrating it. That sounds nice. Oh my God! He's like, and then in the wild, I'm like, listen, <laughs> you add smooth ass black guy, and then throw an English accent on top of that. You're like, Ugh. I had the opposite because my TV got stuck on Fox News, and oh. then I, I lost my remote. So for two days, it was just on Fox News. I know more about the budget and what's coming up in the infrastructure <laughs> bill than I ever have in my entire life. Well, I know more about uh, why yaks can't cross uh, yeah. a river with alligators in it. So it was a good time. It definitely was a it was a fun adventure. Uh, all right, it is uh, time to check in with Galvin now. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. So I've been telling you about Pelt Shoes for quite some time. Now I have other people telling other people about Pelt oh, Shoes. How do you like that? What is yeah, going on? It's like, it's like a trickle-down effect. I had somebody text me or uh, direct message me. They are like, hey, check this out. Someone was like, hey, what's a good local shoe place? And he was like, Pelt Shoes. I said, yeah, there you go. And he told him, make sure you whisper Calvin. You get 10% off. There you go. People are doing my work for me. Yeah, there I you love go. It. If you're looking for some great shoes, go into Pelt Shoes. They have every kind of shoe you're looking for. And, like I said, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, we have a little bit of breaking news happening. Oh, okay. uh, Pfizer just said that they, uh, its COVID-19 vaccine works in children ages 5 to 11 and will uh, it will seek US authorization for this group soon which is a key step toward beginning vaccinations of youngsters i and uh i have to tell you i'm more interested in vaccinating my daughter than anybody else because she seems to get sick more often than mm-hmm. uh you know and she's she's definitely i think she had covid before we were even calling it COVID, I remember we took her to the doctor a couple of days in a row. She had a fever. They said it was a virus. They couldn't figure out what it was, and she was in pretty bad shape. Um, I again, though, will not. I will not rush out and do that. Um, and I will do the same thing I did before. I will consult my friend who is a doctor and say, "Do you think this is safe? Do you think this is smart?" And based on what he says, that is what I will do. And I don't expect you to do what I'm doing, and nor do I care about it. There you go. Uh, police plan to resume their search on Monday today for Brian uh, Laundry, uh, the fiance of Gabby Petito and sole person of interest in her missing persons case. The FBI announced Sunday that a body appearing to be Gabby, who is 22 years old, uh, was found near Grand Tenton National Park in Wyoming. While a forensic examination had not been done yet to verify her remains, the FBI said the body was, quote, consistent with the description of Petito. Well, it's sad because you know it's probably it's yeah, going to be her. Yeah, I mean, you would say 99.9%. Right. Uh, yeah. The FBI made the announcement as law enforcement in Florida ended a second day of searching for uh, laundry who himself vanished last week following her disappearance. Uh, The tragic twist and turns after Petito disappeared have fueled a massive law enforcement and social media effort to solve this complex cross-country mystery. An autopsy will be conducted this week on the remains. Explain this to me, though. Okay. okay? So tell me where I'm wrong in this. They go on their trip. He shows up back here in the car without her. He uh, also has legal representation. So at this point now, I'm saying that something happened between the two of them that led to her dying, 
and he came back here and said, I, I'm going to face this, but I need to get a lawyer because what's going to happen is they're going to turn this on me. She attacked me with an axe, and I pushed her. She hit her head, and she died, and I wanted to get a lawyer before I, I face this because it's going to be a hard case to prove because she's dead and it was just the two of us. So he comes back here, and he gets a lawyer. Now, I'm, I'm obviously making this up. Then they start talking to him and things get suspicious. He doesn't want to give a statement. He's only talking through his lawyer. His lawyer and, and protecting his client is saying, don't talk to anybody. Don't give any information. They can't do anything because there's no crime. Right now, she's just missing and there's no crime, so they can't arrest him for anything until they have some sort of evidence that he is responsible for her uh, being, being gone. So, uh, in the meantime, wouldn't you think that they would have 24-hour surveillance on him. Yeah. While we were at the while we were out this weekend, news stories were breaking that they got um, warrants to search his car, to search the parents, to do go through the. You know, they're trying to get as much information as they can. Uh, and in the meantime, how did they not have 24-hour surveillance on this? I mean, we all know what happened. We all know he killed her. We all know he came back here without her. Uh, and without calling anybody, which means something happened, we need to follow this guy 24 hours a day to figure out what the hell is going on. How in the world he is missing right now is beyond me. That seems to me uh, like a ridiculous lapse in police procedure. I mean, how do they not keep an eye on this guy and his family and say, okay, he's not a criminal, but he is a person of interest. Well, we designated that. Yeah, here's the thing is it's FBI, and so I don't know whether the police in Northport are allowed to follow him, whether they have the uh, uh, ability to do that, you know, whether a judge signed off on it or anything. So that may be something there, but I don't know why they don't have feds following him at least. Yeah, it would make sense to keep an eye on this guy clearly, you know, because all of a sudden we got a rabbit. That was police talk, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, did you see the, uh, the attorney or the the, uh, the Gabby Petito's family? They released a statement. It's like one single line. It said, "Just to be clear, he's not high or he's not he's not missing. He is hiding." Yeah, that's what they. Yeah. I mean, I, and and that's the thing. And we don't know. It, it it seems to me like when you're if you're hiding and you're running, you're guilty. You know. Right. And uh, I I also thought he was guilty when he came back and he got the lawyer. But at the same time, you're like, all right, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's find out what happened. I don't know either one of them. I don't know that she's not nuts. I know, <coughs> excuse me, I know there was an incident that people are calling domestic violence, but I don't know that she wasn't the one that did it. I'm not saying she is. I just don't know. And right away, we're going to blame one person. I don't know the whole story. So I say, let's wait and find out. So now he is, he's on the run. Now I'm convinced he's definitely guilty. They got her body. They got him on the run. And uh, if you're the parents, are you happy that they found the body? Well, you're not happy. happy. You're yeah. not happy, but you have closure. Yeah, right. but it's uh, God. That's got to be devastating. Also, we still don't know the whole story. Like, I, are those other two girls even involved in this case, or was that random? Some other per- person murdered yeah. them, or is I, it this guy murdering all of them, mm. or is there some other thing? You yeah. know what I mean? There's so many different things that could have happened. It seems like the most likely possibility is this guy killed them all. But who so, knows? And so what? Big- what if that was the case? What if he came back and found uh, Gabby dead, and then across the pond or wherever they were camping, the two other people are dead. He's got blood on it. He's like, oh my god, they're gonna think I did this, and blah blah blah. And that's why he came back and got a lawyer. We don't know what the situation is. I wonder how much uh, or what his parents knew the entire time because when mm-hmm. he came back and they you know law enforcement was trying to talk to his parents as well and they wouldn't say nothing and that that guy's just out mowing his lawn like yeah. not seeming to I mean, give I a wouldn't crap. say I, if I'm under 
instruction from a lawyer. Look, I've been through a lot of these yeah. things before. Not murders, but uh, through a lot of uh, cases where you talk to a police officer who says, Hey, man, uh, we want to talk to you about this case that's going on here. It has nothing to do with you, but we want to talk to you about it. I'm like, sure, whatever I can do to help. And then they ask me some questions, and then uh, a week later they write a report, and they're like, and then we believe Mike Cal did this because he said that. And you're like, well, I was trying to help yeah. you. I don't know how am I? Yeah. And they take whatever they need to take and turn it against you. So I don't, I'm not against him getting a lawyer and doing things through the lawyer. That's, yeah. the, that's now, the smart thing to do. But now the fact that he's missing. That, on top, yeah. that says guilty to me. Yes, on top it, of everything else. He came back without her, didn't talk to anyone, mm-hmm. no phone calls, no nothing, and now he's missing. But also the thing about this situation, Mike, is this happens with Amanda. You are immediately telling everybody I everything wish. and trying to... Oh, don't say that. No, no I, I wish we can go camping together. No. No, but think about that. Wouldn't you try and do everything you could possibly do? To let help. her parents know what happened. Yeah. Tell exactly the truth of what happened. Even if it was, I came back and everybody and I got blood on me and I was scared and this and that. But this is what happened, you know. So, we, so Amanda and I have no history of domestic violence. I've never laid a hand on her. She's never laid a hand on me. It never got... It never escalated. So we're out one night. She drinks uh, a little too much wine. We get in a fight. I say some really mean things to her, and she picks up a knife and takes a swipe at me. Uh, I go to defend myself, and I push her. She hits her head, falls, and dies. Now I know when an investigator comes, what do they see? They see a fight between her and I, me being way bigger than her. I push her. She hits her head, died, and they're coming after me. So I know that I'm going to call Dom and go, Dom, that's not how it went down. This is how it went down. Dom said, that's fine. You're not being uh, arrested right now. Don't talk to anybody. We're not saying a word until it's done. That's the legal way to do things. And right away, everybody's going to look at you and say you're guilty, but you know what happened, and this is the smart thing to do. So put it this way. Say, you know, you, you have a son, I have a son. Say your uh, your son comes back from a trip for with his fiance and says, listen, things went crazy. I killed her. I don't know what to do. What Like, what do you do? do you- I I think that if that's the case... You as turn much it in, as, or what? as much as it would pain me as a father, I'd have to sit down with him and say, "You have to be responsible for your actions." Yeah. I don't want to do this. You have to be responsible for your actions, and you have to talk to law enforcement. And whatever happens, happens. I would have to tell him that as a human being, it would kill me. It would be the hardest thing I ever had to do because my first instinct would be like, "Well, we're going to go live in Mexico now," right? You know. But I mean, but it would it would the smart thing to do is to is to own up to your actions. The, I don't know this guy. I don't know that he did it or he didn't do it. My gut feeling, of course, especially now with him on the run, is that he did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I hope he gets exactly what's coming to him. And this poor family that has to deal with this girl that was missing and then uh, now they know is probably dead. It's got to hurt beyond beyond belief. And uh, this guy is not owning up to what he did, and he needs to be, and he needs to do that. Uh, I don't know. I, I was getting weird updates the whole weekend on this case, mm-hmm. and I just knew that they were closing in on something, how they didn't have an eye on this guy. Maybe Galvin, it wouldn't be legal, but you yeah, know, they I, have to be like, well, we're just going to, we're just going to keep an eye on the neighborhood. I, 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 there was an article I was reading. I think Galvin is right that it, it had to do with like federal jurisdiction compared to local. So why aren't the feds keeping an eye? Yeah, exactly. But feds I mean, watch people for a lot less. I, I think uh, the Port Charlotte police saw they. I think in their statement they said there was there was not enough evidence of a crime being committed for them to have the jurisdiction. And to, even if there that. was a crime committed, it wasn't committed in their jurisdiction exactly, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Just because so, he came there, that it, that, then it's it's over state lines, which becomes a federal crime. Did you see the local. other video of the other campers? Yeah, of the van. They yeah. went by the van. Yeah, the women, two other women were camping, 
and they realized uh, that while they were videoing, they videoed their camper because they noticed it because they were from Florida and they also had Florida Place and they were going to stop and talk to them. Yeah. But the van was all locked down, so. There was also, a, like, a, another YouTube group, like, a, a couple, and they were doing YouTube videos and they realized after the fact that they was back, that's the same one. Oh, yeah. really yeah, they yeah, went they back were, and looked and they vloggers, found the van yeah. afterwards yeah, you would so. think uh even if police or the feds weren't keeping an eye on this guy other people would just people that Naturally. are interested in, in this thing yeah you know out there well, hoping or, for or the family every yeah like, it's gone national been... everybody knows what he looks like now yeah. Yeah. right yeah. someone should have had like a private detective on him or something because maybe like the cops couldn't do it but you can hire somebody to or do that or maybe maybe they are watching maybe he's connected to something bigger like if there's other murders Murders are connected, and he's not the mastermind. Let's say he was involved, and maybe he was coerced. They're out there in the Midwest. People do drugs out there. You have a serial killer who drugs a guy, coerces him to kill three people. Yeah. Maybe they know something, and they're letting him go to yeah. maybe see where he's going to go off to. Get the big fish. But then yeah. watch him. Then watch well, him. Well, maybe they yeah, are. They yeah. just aren't saying anything Yeah, publicly. maybe they're just yeah. putting out in the press that they don't yeah. know where he is. Yeah. Well, I need to know everything. Uh, also, he told his family, or at least the family said, that he told them he was going to some preserve or whatever, which is a perfect thing to tell them. Then they're searching out there the whole time. Meanwhile, yeah. this guy went to, you know, Utah or wherever the hell he's going. You know? may, may I ch- suggest you guys check Bellamy Brothers Road? It's a very good place <laughs> yeah. to hide. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's where I would be, and that's all I got. Uh, so lava continued to flow slowly from a volcano that erupted in Spain's Canary Island off the northwest uh, northwest of Africa. Uh, but the head of the regional government said they expected no injuries to people in the area after some 5,000 were evacuated. Lava was flowing on the island of La Palma toward the sea, moving uh, 2,300 feet per hour. The lava was moving in two streams, uh, though mostly through unpopulated areas, but some 20 isolated houses were destroyed. There's some video up on Bone TV. Pretty crazy. God, that, that would be terrible to live near a volcano. I mean, what do you do? There's not much you can do. It, no. Even though it's going moving slowly at you, are like, okay, well, can't spray it with water. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm thinking about buying this house, but they said there's a volcano over here. Oh, it hasn't erupted in 200 years. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's uh, uh, you know people that that live in, uh, in in what is it Costa Rica and you know in a couple of areas that have those active volcanoes. They're rolling the dice every day. Today's yeah. going to be the day. I think it just goes crazy. At least sure. they know a little bit beforehand. You know, like they'll have some type of yeah. a, a warning. Whereas, like, with an earthquake, you're just kind of, or a tornado, you're just like, ah, I guess we're just here now. Can yeah. I, have you seen the uh, the ads for that show, uh, Brea, uh, where where there seems to be, like, a, in California, I would assume by the La Brea tar pits, there's, uh, the, there's, like, an earthquake or something, and the earth falls, you know, into the hole. And people fall in there with it, but when they land, they're actually landing in another area where there seems to be dinosaurs and stuff. The Middle Earth area. Yeah. So, to me, awful. Uh, it's just an awful, great idea, but there's no way they're going to make that show good. It's just no. It's a great idea, <laughs> yeah. but there's no way they're going to make that show believable and good. I just can't see. So, you fell into Middle Earth and you're fine. That's you didn't right. break yeah. a leg or anything. Isn't that what happened with uh, Land of the Lost? Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I mean, I'll give it a shot because the commercials lure me in a little bit. But Michael, listen, the Earth's core it creates an incredible gravitational field, so it would slow you down the oh. faster you oh. fall towards it. You know, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I science, know. science. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know what the science is, but <laughs> I would, I would definitely give that show a shot before I watch Fantasy Island. Yeah. Seems real. Yeah. <laughs>
In his 22nd season in the NFL, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady is hard-pressed to find many career firsts. But through the two weeks of uh, the regular season, Brady has thrown a league-leading nine touchdown passes, besting his previous career high after throwing five scores in a 48-25 to victory over the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. The uh, Falcons didn't want to lose, man. They yeah, didn't no. want to lose that game. They fought hard. Yeah. Uh, Brady right. tossed a pair of touchdowns to uh, tight end Rob Gronkowski and wide receiver Mike Evans. Connected with Godwin in the fourth quarter. Defensive back Mike Edwards finished the job with two fourth quarter pick sixes. Two of them. Yeah, becoming the first player since Rob Massey in 2012 to record two interceptions returned for scores in the fourth quarter of a single game. And the first player since Zach Brown, sick him on the chicken, uh, with two <laughs> such touchdowns in a single game. Including the postseason last year, the Buccaneers, who were 2-0, have now scored at least 30 points in one each of their past nine games, the longest streak in NFL history. Yeah. Oh, it's been great. It really has. And, uh, you know, it's good to see you still can never town out Tom Brady. He is uh, phenomenal. And I, I sit down. So I have Tom Brady in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And I like to pick him in Although next week it's going to be a hard pick because he's going to be expensive. But I like to pick him in FanDuel because they usually have him like in the top five. But you can get him at a pretty decent price, right? So then if you have Tom Brady, one of your receivers has got to be a Buccaneer receiver. So you look at you got Evans, Godwin, uh, A.B., and then you have Scotty Miller and a couple other guys you could throw. He threw to Tyler Johnson yesterday. Yeah. Like you have to look and go, who's the guy? Is it going to be Godwin, Evans, or A.B.? So I felt like A.B. was going to have a strong week, and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I picked the guy. Yeah. They threw two to A.B. that he couldn't grab, and uh, Evans was just on fire yesterday. There's one where Tom just overthrew him a little bit. That would have been a touchdown. Yeah, for sure. It would have been like a 65-yard bomb. Too. For sure. And it was... Uh, it's it's great to watch them in action. I mean, this team is is playing like Super Bowl champions. It's good sign for us, and you can never count out Tom Brady. And the the, if the Falcons did not want to lose that game, man. They fought hard yesterday for a while. They were it was like, oh, this is touch and go, man. It was scary. Uh, it was great to watch. It was a great day of football. But let me tell you, the most exciting game I've ever seen was well, not ever, but last night's uh, game between the Chiefs and the Ravens. That Lamar Jackson is one of the most fantastic players to watch. It is unbelievable. I liked watching Michael Vick scramble when he first started and he was playing because we hadn't seen that from a quarterback for a while. But Lamar Jackson possesses the talents of a quarterback, a running back, but like the best of the best. Like he's, yeah. he's a great quarterback. He's a great runner. Same with the uh, Vikings and the Cardinals. That Kyler Murray. Kyler yeah, Murray. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. unbelievable, and that was a really tight game too. I felt like I watched that game last night and fast forward. It moved so quick. Those players on both sides of the uh, of the ball uh, were were playing at the at top speeds, maximum level. I mean, it was just such a good game to watch, and it was a shootout. And it came down to uh, you know how hard both the offense and defense played. When that defense popped that ball out from under that guy's arm, yeah. and then the other guy caught it in the air. I mean, it was just such a heads up football. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching, and I crushed it in Fanduel this week. Nice, it. one hundreds and hundreds of nice. dollars, uh, all because Tom Brady had a beautiful game, and so did the kicker from the New York Giants. Got me twenty two <laughs> yeah. points, put you, me way ahead of the You actually people. won, or you won up until the last nope. game, and then you lost everything. <laughs> I am. I actually. 
actually won, Galvin. Nice. I, it's, I think it's the most I've ever won in one week playing, and yeah, I'm very happy with well, it. Well, we'll have to go over our uh, football picks here a little bit later on yes, as well. Yes, for sure. We'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour, because I have no idea. I didn't even look yet. A lot, uh, of, a lot of upsets, a lot yeah. of close games. Oh, Speaking of winning money, I'm assuming since everybody's here, nobody won the Powerball on Saturday? I did. I just decided uh, oh. to be with you yeah. people. Yeah, I don't same. believe you, because oh. it's rolled over again. Oh. Oh. The Powerball, which drawing is tonight. Remember, they added Monday, so it's now Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. The uh, next jackpot is $472 million, getting close to half a billion dollars for Powerball. I promise I will give you guys a million and five dollars each. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Yeah, I will give you. You know what? I I would make it so much fun. I'd be like, everybody gets a million dollars. Here you go. (laughs) And then I'd be like, however. The first person to bring me that, like Monty Hall, I'd be yeah. like, the first person to bring me a ball of aluminum foil gets another five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I would, I'd be the most fun. I'd have a wheel for you guys to Ooh. spin, Ooh. and the minimum would be a million. Oh, nice! Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, spin the wheel. Minimum would be five thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Minimum. Like, sorry, loser. Uh, you could get a million, but you also can get fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd spin that wheel. Uh, in a recent survey. Uh, I believe was given to Spanish. 67% of people admitted they fake laughed at a joke they didn't understand to fit in. Uh, 56 uh, have actually retold that joke that they didn't understand. And another 56% said they've looked up the meaning of the joke that they didn't get. Oh, I don't care. I'm not going to look it up. I would just go, oh, yeah. And then I just forget about it the second I walk away. I would, I would tell the person, what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> this guy... This guy came up to me this weekend, sir. I apologize in advance. I'm going to tell you right now that I find in my old age, I have, I used to have no short-term memory. Now I just have no memory. This gentleman came up to me and he was like, "What's up, bro?" And I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "I haven't seen you in forever." I go, "Yeah." And I'm now I'm trying to look at his yeah. face, facial recognition, <laughs> and I'm like, "It must be forever because I don't know, I have any idea who this guy is." And he's like, "You remember me?" And I looked at him like, "No." And I went, "E." And then he goes. Remember Carlton Arms? Okay, so now my brain goes, tick-a-tick-a-tick-a-tick. you lived in Carlton Arms in 1989 to 1991. There's a possibility he was one of your neighbors. Remember your neighbors? And I'm like, no, that could not do that. And that guy died, so it's not him. And, okay. and he goes, remember the baby alligator? And I jumped on the alligator and I got hurt. And I go, oh. Mm. And he's like, bro, it's been a long time. I go, it is. And we talked for a couple of minutes. And I walked away and I went, if there was somebody who jumped on a baby alligator, no matter how old I am, I would remember that. <laughs> and I, I was like, you that n- never happened yeah. to him. I don't know if he is confusing me with somebody else or if I've completely blocked that out of my memory. So right. if you're listening right now, sir, I apologize to you. Uh, I'm still nice to talk to you and see you, and thank you for hanging out. But I do not remember you jumping on a baby alligator. And I think that would be something that would stick out of my. I mind. actually had a guy go, "Hey, Calvin," I go, "Hey, man, what's going on?" And he goes, "Hey, I'm the guy that sends you the direct messages." <laughs> oh boy! Uh, I go, "You're the one." Yeah. And his wife started laughing. I go, "You got to be more specific, dude." Mm. And he said about true crime, and I go, "Oh, okay, you're actually good. I like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all right." <laughs> uh, a 15 year old boy in Britain. This just shows that not all the dummies are here. In America, 15-year-old boy in Britain underwent emergency surgery to remove a USB cable that had become lodged in his urethra. Oh, oh. my worst nightmare! According to reports, he was quote triggered by uh. sexual curiosity and was using the cable to measure his manhood. No. And apparently, From the inside that meant putting it inside oh, of himself for God. some reason. Why? 
We have a picture on Bone TV. Look at that. There's the cord inside. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, he got it in there. Uh, it said he will make a full recovery. But that's called sounding. Yeah. That is sounding whenever you do that, whenever you put stuff in there. What that's, do you mean? People do that for sexual pleasure. Sounding? And it's called sounding, right? Sounds is terrible. That, isn't that the right? I'm pretty sure. I have no term. idea. I'm afraid to Google it on my work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that category. You're right. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. But I think it vibrates, and they call it sounding because it's playing, like, tones yeah. or something. Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't anybody just good with good old-fashioned masturbation anymore? Yeah, right. I don't understand. I Whenever I used to hear stories of people that would do the autoerotic asphyxiation where they would hang themselves to try, I was like, is I don't know about you, but I've been loving masturbating my whole life. Why? I never went went any time went. I bet I could make this better. It was very good the way it was. I bet I could bring it. How would you make it better by uh, looking at porn? No, no, I'm gonna hang myself <laughs> yeah. until I'm almost dead. That yeah. should do the trick. I yeah. try. I try incorporating ice cream first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, I love, who doesn't love ice cream? Yeah. Maybe the way to go. Uh, do you remember last September, one of the creators of Jelly Belly announced he was retiring and he would be giving away a candy factory, Willy yeah, Wonka we were style? Yeah, we Wonka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so not the Jelly Belly factory, though. Another one that he owned in Florida here. And uh, it was an elaborate treasure hunt that he had. 50 golden tickets were hidden, each in a different state, before the grand prize riddle was announced four months ago. Well, the winner was a 39-year-old guy named Andrew Moss uh, from Colorado. He found the winning golden ticket buried under a, a bridge in Indiana. He's now the proud owner of a 4,000-square-foot plant that makes sandy candy and other treats. Mm. Sandy candy does not sound good. Uh, there's just one problem. Andrew is not in the position to move his family to Florida to run the business. Uh, he was just kind of in it for the thrill of the hunt. So the owner now, Klein, he is uh, giving him the factory, but then he promised he will buy it back from him. Uh, so, you know, he'll just give him the cash for it, basically, is what he's doing. Uh, over the past year, 35,000 people were solving riddles and searching for the golden tickets in all 50 states. Uh, each initial ticket came with a $5,000 prize. It's unclear how much Andrew is going to get for the buyback for the factory, but probably something I would imagine pretty good. Wouldn't it be great if you were like, I want to win the, the factory and the golden ticket, and I want to have the lake where you could sip the chocolate and the never-ending gobstoppers and all that stuff is wonderful. And then, like, congratulations, you won. You just went there was a rundown concrete <laughs> yeah, building. Yeah. It's a trailer. A bunch of old fat ladies in there making taffy, and you're like, oh, it's all yours, pal. Enjoy uh, it. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Google just sound a, sent out a list of the top five pumpkin questions people are Googling right now. Uh, so here are some of the pumpkin questions. Anybody? Anybody have any pumpkin questions? I'll take yours first. No? Pumpkin questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, so number one. How can I make my pumpkin last longer outside? Uh, uh, they say put it in a dry, shady spot and don't carve it until it's closer to Halloween. And so I, it, as soon as you carve it, it starts dying. Right. I think there was a hack, though, also like with vinegar, that if you rub vinegar on it, it will help it from not... Do you know this for a fact, or are you just telling people to rub vinegar on their pumpkin? <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I saw this on social media because there's all those like mi- like hacks, life hacks and stuff that you see, and I saw that if you put vinegar on it, mm. that it helps it from not going bad as fast. Google didn't say anything about that, Carmen. Okay. Oh, uh, well, look at our friend Brad Meltzer is on Fox News right now because a school district pulled his book about race. Are what? you serious? That was Park's book. Dude, he... I got to tell you, he he writes. He, Brad Meltzer writes these um, these thriller novels that are really good. They're very, I'm not a big reader. 
I can't keep my attention span long enough. But he writes really good, fun books to, and they're usually uh, based around the government or the presidency or somewhere. He's very much a historian, and he wrote this series of books for children uh, about people that the children should know. And Rosa Parks, an easy one, was uh, one of the ones. And my daughter uh, loved his books. She loved. She learned about Rosa Parks in school. And then I bought that book for her so she could read it, and she really enjoyed it. And then she wanted all the other books in the series as a result of it. They're great kids' books. They're easy to read, and they teach you. They're like people in your in history that your kids should know about. It's a good, it's a good base level for everybody. Everything they should know about. And I don't know the full story here, but they the fact that they pulled his book is ridiculous. They probably ridiculous. didn't even read it. They probably just were like, "Oh no, we can't have this." It talks about race. Can I can I tell you um, real quick a side note? I don't want to get into a big race thing today because it's just unnecessary. It's not even in the news. But I want to point something out to you, uh, everybody out there, that uh, happened. I am by no means a woke person. I still love to tell racist jokes and gay jokes, and I love when people make fun of me. And, you know, I, I believe in a world of humor where everybody's a full target. I'm all for it. I'm not that woke kind of guy. But I do believe in respect for everybody and everybody living this short life that we have to the fullest and enjoying it no matter what they're sexuality or race or any of that stuff. And I think I've been very honest about that the entire time I've been on the air. But I was watching TV last night, and the Emmy Awards were on, which we may talk about here in a minute. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, Cedric the Entertainer was the host, and in the crowd was Anthony Anderson and the lady from Mm Blackish. And then uh, the presenters were two black ladies for the second that I watched, and somebody went... What is this, the black Emmys this year? Everybody's black. And they were right. Everybody on the TV was black at that time. And I turned and said, now think of what black people have thought about TV for the last hundred years. That is what, I mean, if you ever wanted to just get an idea of what it must have been, what it must be like to be black living in a total white run world, and I'm not saying have white guilt or white, I'm just saying, if you're a black person or a black child and everything you watch on TV is all white people, it's the same feeling that this person got when they looked at the TV and Who saw all black people. Who is the racist person that said that? I'm not telling you. Your I'm daughter? Not you. No. <laughs> uh, she went and burned her Rosa Parks book right after that. Uh, it's, just a, it's, just, it's just one of those things that you don't, you don't get to notice sometimes unless somebody points it out to you. It's not that it's so... Uh, intelligent or anything. It's just when when this person said that, I went, now you know how black people feel. Every show that they watch, I was born in 1971, and every show that I watched between 71 and now, uh, or, you know, a couple years ago, was 90% white people. And I'm not talking about sitcoms because there were plenty of black sitcoms. I'm telling you, every every, uh, award show, every gathering, there was always 150 white people and six black people and that was it. And now you know. Now you know. So just a little tidbit of information. Don't call me about it. We don't want to talk about it. I just wanted to put that out there. All right. Uh, it is always National Something Day. Today is no different. Today is a food day. National something. What today's is National Mike Out today. As far no, as I'm concerned. No, no. I care about. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy mm-hmm. birthday. Uh, today Thank is you. National a Pepperoni Pizza Day. Oh, yeah. In. Ah, uh, <laughs> In. Nope. Guess what? Shut it down. Oh. I shut it down yesterday. I said, all right, what are we doing? By the way, I had pizza yesterday. That was my last meal of good stuff until well, we go to uh, Las Vegas. I'm with you. 
Although I knew that today was today actually being my birthday day. Sure. I knew that there would be cake, and I knew that we'd probably have a good dinner, so I'm going to do tomorrow. Shutting, <laughs> shutting yeah. it down on Tuesday. Yeah. Shutting it down on Tuesday, but I'm committed to Tuesday, too, Galvin. Up yeah. all the way up until we go to Vegas, and I'm going to go to Vegas, enjoy Vegas, and then get right back. Right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on a side note, our food will be here in two minutes. <gasps> yeah. 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 Good, good, good. Well. Uh, UFC fighter Devin Clark is going to be spending a lot of time in a dentist chair this week because his teeth are wow. a mess after losing a fight. It's pretty gruesome, yeah, if you can see on uh, Bone TV there. No. Uh, it uh, Clark's fight went the full distance, distance, but it wasn't easy. Uh, he was pummeled the first two rounds, and that appears to be where the damage was done. The bottom row of his teeth absolutely got destroyed. Look at that. Uh! No. Oh! Did you see also uh, Brandon Lopez, who uh, was in the studio with us, that was fighting at the Hard Rock? He did not win his fight, and he got his cheeks split open wide. Ooh. Did anybody see that? No, yeah. I did not. Yeah, he had he had two black eyes, and he had on he put a picture on his Instagram that said, uh, "So you want to be a fighter, kids?" And, and it showed his cheek all swollen, and then sliced right across. It was just a big oh! I couldn't imagine. Uh, I couldn't imagine seeing my face like that and then knowing that somebody had to stitch me up. But he's back at it. He's like, I'll be at the next fight. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be a fighter. I'm just letting you know right now. I want to be a fighter that uh, doesn't get hit. No. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, so we've got the 30 uh, year anniversary reissue of the Black Album, and guess what? Metallica's Black Album's back in the top ten. Mm. How you like that? I mean, I know. Hardcore Metallica fans didn't like it, but it is still one of my favorite albums ever. I didn't dislike it. It was definitely a little bit of a departure or whatever, but, you know, I mean, hey, it made them worldwide huge, yeah. you know, and uh, there's some good stuff on there. You you do a, uh, a, you know, a career of playing these songs that people are loving, but no radio station is playing. I mean, Metallica was... You know, loved by the people who are getting to listen to it. But you, when I grew where I grew up, you weren't getting it on the rock stations. You weren't getting it on Z100. The only station that was playing it was WSOU, which was the uh, Seton Hall station or the Rat in, in South Jersey. Like these bands that played you know heavy rock stuff on Saturday nights and whatever. Were but for the most part, if you were listening to Metallica, it's because a friend gave you a cassette and said mm-hmm. you got to listen to this band. And uh, Metallica finally was like, "Listen, we need to get in front of people." And they hire a commercial producer, Bob Rock. He comes in and he makes it a little bit more uh, friendly to a mass audience. And I thought they made a great album and uh, and turned Metallica on to you know a whole new audience and made them all gazillionaires. Yeah, he. I mean, he was in there too. And uh, you know, it's it's mostly when they're recording, it's Lars and James that are coming up with the stuff and they do everything and they're in there producing and doing everything else. Where Bob Rock walks into the situation, he's like, "No, you should change this." You should, and they're like, "What? Who are you?" Well, they're like, "We're gonna put strings, string yeah. section, and yeah. we're gonna do a, a a ballad." And they were like, "We'll never do any of this." Stuff. Yeah, he's like, "I'm the guy you hired," and then he played the stuff for him, and sonically, it sounded amazing. And they were like, "Okay, maybe this guy knows yeah. what he's doing." I also remember at the time when the Enter Sandman video came out. I remember that being huge. Enter Sandman was the first single off of that album. I feel like that's where I discovered Metallica was that video. See, but the thing was to me was that they were always growing up listening to like dance music. For, for, first of all, the BGs and all that stuff that my mother listened to, and then um, 
you know, the the rock that was starting to come through to me was Winger and all this light Bon Jovi yeah. and all these things. So when somebody played Metallica, I was like, ooh, too much. Kill your mother, kill your baby, mm. all that other stuff. I was like, I don't want to hear any of that. But uh, then when you kind of realize that not, when you didn't buy into the, because my mother had me believe in they were all devil worshipers and all that stuff. When you realize they were just punk kids playing fast, you were like, all right, I can dig this stuff. And then Enter Sandman was so melodic that you were like, how do you not love that? Did you see the college football video uh, last weekend? Yeah. There's one of the college teams plays Enter Sandman. Uh, uh, in the st- in the stadium, full stadium, yeah, and then they stop it, and the entire crowd sings it a cappella. It's fantastic. I've been telling you, this is why college football is great. That yeah. would never <laughs> happen in the NFL game. No, but I mean, I'd still then I'd have to sit to a stupid college football <laughs> yeah, game true. in order to hear that. Yeah. Uh, so this is what I got into Metallica was this. <laughs> Off and kill them all, which yeah. is great. Yeah. I mean, this is, if you like Metallica, you love this. Yeah. yeah. You could like the new stuff and love this. I love, I love Bread Fan. I love uh, the Queen cover that they do, Stone Cold Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they did some great stuff. And that's a cool thing, too, is they did a bunch of really cool covers that turned you on to the bands that they like. Yeah. You know, that you didn't know about. I- and, and then they, and then I thought one of the most brilliant things was they, they put out uh, Load, and Load is such a huge smash and had Unforgiven on it and then they they were like well we had an alternative Unforgiven that we didn't use so they do a reload and then they put all those alternative songs and then you're like holy I mean now they're just crushing it with uh, you know, making money and and just putting out new material. I thought that was a, a great time for music. Yeah, I think if I was like just being a little bit younger than you guys, I think the Black Album hit right when I was right. just getting into it. So that's what Metallica was for me. And my brother, I remember my brother not liking that music at all. My yeah. brother's listening to Two Life Crew and all those <laughs> things, and he comes in, and he was like, "All right, I understand, man. I can, I can handle yeah. that's pretty good." Uh, so Ray J's former manager claims they have another tape of Ray J and Kim Kardashian having sex. Uh, what year is it? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, they say they're willing to give it to Kanye West. I don't know. Does he want that? I don't know why. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's one of the most boring sex tapes you'll ever watch. Let it go. Kim's and attorney <laughs> says there is uh, no second tape. They don't believe that uh, Ray mm-hmm. J's. I believe there is. I believe, there's, I believe that they probably shot a week's worth of tape so they can release the best one. Yeah, you got to think it's not one and done, that they did a little bit more, but who knows. Uh, Boxer Manny Pacquiao says he's going to run for president of the Philippines in the next year's election. Uh, He's accepted the nomination of his party at Sunday's convention. Manny told the crowd, quote, I'm a fighter. I will always be a fighter inside and outside the ring, adding I wholeheartedly, bravely, and humbly hope uh, for your support. The 42-year-old is throwing his hat in the ring just at the right time. Citizens in the country are fed up with the government and uh, many demanding a change. And Manny may be that change that they're after. I will tell you right now, Manny Pacquiao will be the next president of the Philippines. For sure. They and love him there. Right. And I also don't think it's a bad thing. Like, I wouldn't want Mike Tyson to be the president of the United States. But Manny Pacquiao is somebody who has an extreme love for his country and a concern for the people's well-being. I, I And he's a guy who has used his power over there both with money and his position of fame to get things done. So actually getting in a, in a you know, the presidency, he can actually help them out a lot. I think that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, and he's uh, currently, I believe, a senator in the uh, Philippines yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so am I. Oh, well, what? congratulations. I'm a lord in uh, Ireland. <laughs> Do you know I am a lord? Yeah, I am too. 
Yeah, somebody got Pete got me that. Awesome. So, yeah, and we the, own property there too. I'm well in Ireland, but Pete got me a thing in Scotland. Oh, uh, where I think I'm, I I could actually change my driver's license it, to say Lord, and I think I'm going to do that. You're you going to get called. Do. You're going to get called one day, and they're going to be like, uh, Lord Calzo, we need you back at the castle. Now. Like King Ralph. Things have yeah. gone bad. Like King Ralph. You ever yeah. see King Ralph? <laughs> no. King Ralph yeah, yeah. is when the entire <laughs> the entire British royalty is taking a, a photo, and they all get electrocuted and die. And the only, like, the whole family is there, the queen on down to the grandchildren. They get electrocuted and they all die. And the next the next descendant is John Goodman, who's a guy named Ralph, who, who's a bowler in the United States. And they bring King Ralph over. It's, it's the dumbest funny movie yeah. ever. That's what you call fish out of water. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, by the way, uh, Brian, our excellent voice guy, just uh, texted me to wish you a happy birthday, Mike. Aww. Well, thank you, Brian. And if I he said it, that. he'd say it like this. Happy birthday. Hey. <laughs> That's why if Ed Weigel calls me, I don't answer the phone. Yeah, I put him right to voicemail so that I could hear his angelic <laughs> Save voice. It. Yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh-huh. I want to remind you. Oh? Speaking of Ed Weigel uh-huh. and that area of the woods, yeah. um, this Friday, our band, Pitbull Toddler, <laughs> with a real sound company, uh-huh. uh, travels to... Uh, uh, Visani in Port Charlotte. Yes. And uh, we are on stage playing at Visani on Friday night. And uh, I'm very excited about that because although I've been there several times for the comedy club, uh, they do music over there a lot. And uh, we will be out there for the first time on Friday night performing with the band. And I can't wait. I'm very excited to do this and to be out there. I've been out there a lot because of the comedy and there's a great group of people out there. I'm excited to bring the band out there for those people. Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda, Fort Myers, all you people in that area, this is the time to come out. This Looking Friday night at Vasani. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Can nice. you get a little dinner beforehand and then the band plays? Uh, without a doubt. Get the food. Listen, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, they have a they have a cheese called a, a burrata. It's like a soft mozzarella. And um, I ordered it. I wasn't sure what I wanted. I go, you know what? Bring me the burrata, and I'll figure it out. And they brought the burrata, and I ate it all. And she's like, do you just have what you want? I go, yes. I'd like another burrata. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really yeah, it's the, the food is really good there, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about eating before, though, <laughs> unless it's like three <laughs> three hours before, because I have a feeling it'd be like, all right, time to play. Yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant for us. Yeah. But if you're somebody who's going to come hang out, I would get there early, eat, then let them clear some tables out of the way, and we'll do it right. Uh, just about one minute until the uh, bone bonus keyword what? coming up here. Uh, but I have the 73rd Primetime Emmy Award winner. Uh, so some of the different uh, bigger ones that they had. Outstanding Drama Series was The Crown on Netflix, which is very good. I enjoyed that a lot. In fact, The Crown, I think, came away with the most uh, uh, awards. I think they had 11 of them. Uh, Outstanding Comedy Series, I don't uh, particularly care for it, but I guess everybody does. Ted Lasso uh, on Apple TV. I don't not care. I just never watch it, and uh, I, I probably will at one point. People love it. I watch it and just kind of went, yeah, I mean, it's all right. Uh, I l- particularly love the gentleman that came up to me this weekend at the uh, postcard inn, and he came up to me and he was like, Mike, Mike, and I said, yeah, buddy, what's up? And he's like, look, and he, and he does like a look at my shirt, and then he turns around, and I go, it's a nice shirt you have, sir. I don't know what he was doing, and he goes, it's the Ted Lasso jersey, and I go, oh, yeah, and he goes, didn't you say on the air you guys were watching? I go, no, we specifically said we were not <laughs> yeah. watching it. And he started laughing. I go, but I get it now. Yeah. You got the jersey. Good. It's pretty cool. Uh, I, I loved go. it. Here we go. No. Honey dough. Cash. This hour's phone bonus keyword is cash. Text cash to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. bucks.
sponsored by Brandon Hyundai. All right, an opportunity for you to win $1,000 right now. Text the keyword to 70123 for your chance to win. It's very easy. Uh, Galvin, if you don't mind, why don't we take a break, and we'll come back and finish news, and then we'll do our football picks. Uh, this is literally it. Is oh, okay, the, uh, yeah. Is the uh, different uh, Emmy Award winners. Uh, Outstanding Limited Series was The Queen's Gambit, which was fantastic on Netflix. Uh, lead actor in a drama and lead actress in a drama are both from The Crown as well. No, you like The Queen's Gambit? Queen's Gambit was great. Oh, I didn't know you liked it. I thought, I don't know. I thought you were crapping. No, no, no. Yeah, Yeah, my wife, because we were trying to figure something to watch, and she was like, why don't we watch this? Everybody says it's good. I go, how can that be good? How can it be good? And I go, listen. 15 minutes in, if I don't like it, we're turning it off. And she goes, deal. We wound up watching, like, the whole series. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was really well, I did watch, like, the first two episodes, but I think you, once you, we were talking about it one day, I thought you didn't like it, so I stopped watching no, it. No, no, it's good. It's <laughs> All right, really back good. on it. Back yeah. on it today. Oh, my God. Uh, outstanding supporting actor and actress, both from The Crown. Uh, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Lasso. Uh, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series was Gene Smart for Hacks on HBO, which uh, HBO Max, rather, which yeah. actually I watched and was fairly entertaining. What was it called? Uh, Hacks. It's about this uh, girl that's a comedy writer, and uh, the only oh, job yeah. she can get is to write for this uh, older comedian that's out in Vegas doing like a residency out there. It's Gene Smart is the comedian. That's a good idea. It was decent. Uh, supporting actor is uh, Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso. Uh, any other important ones? Let's see. Outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie is uh, Ewan McGregor for Halston. I have not seen that yet. <laughs> no, but I, I see that it's on. I mean, the problem is is that there's so many things to watch on so many different channels that I, you forget about it. And just when you're like, all right, like I, I haven't watched um, – the Marvel one, the the bad guy. What's Loki? his name? Loki. Oh, I haven't yeah, watched, I haven't watched that. that either. I haven't. I just. I the things that I think that I would love and I can't wait. For, I just can't get to. And I watched that uh, morning show. Uh, oh, on Jennifer Apple, Aniston. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this is gonna suck. And I watched it. and It was great. And then I forgot about everything else I wanted to watch. It's just weird. There's too many things to watch now. Well, here's something you absolutely should watch: outstanding lead actress in a limited series or movie, Kate Winslet for uh, Mar of Easton. That on Bobby HBO. says that too. Bobby said that that thing. It's is a great. really good slow moving, like really interesting, good twist and turns and stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, supporting actress and supporting actor are both from uh, Mar from, of Easton as well. Uh, outstanding variety sketch series, Saturday Night Live, only because there's no other ones, apparently. Mm-hmm. Outstanding variety talk series, your friend John Oliver, who you like. I do. Uh, Spanish, you'll be happy to know. Outstanding competition program, oh. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And outstanding host, <laughs> uh, also RuPaul for RuPaul's Drag Race. Those are the big ones. Out of the uh, Emmys, there. So I know you make fun of me, but that's a great show. No, uh, you say that you like it. You I really it enjoy RuPaul's Drag Race. I am the only one in this room who's ever touched RuPaul's butt. Oh, uh, well. No, yeah. Thank you very much. I don't think you I know. haven't thought about it. Guess what uh, I touched. Oh. <laughs> I know there was like a like kind of a campaign going on for Conan to win because he's now leaving late night TV. Who cares? Uh, yeah, it's over. Let it yeah. go. It's over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good run. It's yeah. done now. Uh, that is it for news. All right, we will take a break, and when we come back, we'll go over our football picks, find out how we did. I haven't looked yet. I don't know. Like Chio said, there are a lot of upsets, so we'll figure it out. I do want to tell you, this is my plan for this weekend, and I'm not even going to tell you Spanish because you never come through. Okay. On Friday, we'll be going out to Port Charlotte to play at Visani. 
And on Saturday, the FN folks will be out there at Shark Coast Tactical. So I will be going on my way home. I will be stopping at Shark Coast Tactical, talking to the FN guys, maybe get a new holster made. I definitely don't need ammo because between uh, Will and you guys, I have enough ammo for a smile. I would say I have the same amount of ammo as a small um, Central American country. That's where I'm at. So... um, you know, you always hear me talk about Charcos, and they do these days every once in a while where they bring in a manufacturer, and FN makes a SCAR and some other great guns, and they'll have them all there. The reps will be there to help you out if you have any questions. Uh, anybody that ever wants to upgrade their gun, it's good to talk to the reps about what you want to do there. And, of course, Will and the boys will always hook you up. And if you hear me talking about that, they make these holsters right there on site. They're fantastic. They'll make them to however you carry it. You carry it on the back, the front, the side, which angle you want it. They do it all for you right there. And, uh, they, I, you know, the prices and the sales are always great they always have stuff in stock that nobody else has they've got more buildings now that they know what to do with and uh we'll be stopping there on saturday at uh, shark coast tactical on the way back from bassani we'll see you guys out there be ridge road in sarasota so will yesterday he came out him and his lovely wife came out to the tailgate and uh we'll look forward to being there on saturday we will take for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.